Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A guy who knows a little something about defense in the NFL. He's also got a uh, great podcast with iHeart, the Lights Out podcast. He is Sean Merriman. He joins us a lot of times on Monday morning as we break down what we saw happen on Sunday. We got a lot to get to, but I want to start with your boy, Philip Rivers, who uh, is aging, but he's still playing at a pretty high level. Colts get a big win over the Packers in what was an incredible overtime game. First of all, how good are the Colts? Are they a threat in your mind in the AFC? And uh, and and how good has Phillip Rivers been? Well, for one, I think Colts are definitely a threat. Um, you know, playing in a division one like they're playing, and you always have a shot to come out on top. So when you look at teams like that, those are the, those are the type of teams you don't typically want to see in the playoffs first time around. I mean, they are well balanced. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. And look, I mean, as far as Phillip. That was the biggest problem his last year with the Chargers. I mean, they had a banged-up offensive line. He was getting hit, and he's already a guy who can't run. He's not mobile. Definitely, he's never been that, but he's definitely not at this stage of his career. But they're blocking for him. They're giving him time. And these guys are going out making plays. And as long as they go out and keep making plays, uh, they're going to be very scared to play down here in the stretch. I mean, is it just me or is the AFC in particular – I mean, I know how good uh, you know Patrick Mahomes is on any given week, and uh, and certainly we can uh, we can talk about the fact that the Steelers are unbeaten. But when I look at the AFC, it just looks wide open to me, right? I mean, they're just like in terms of even trying to figure out who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to win divisions. It just seems like there's not a lot that separates you know the first team from the ninth or tenth best team. No, it's not. And you look at the Steelers, and obviously they're they're the best team in football right now. Uh, they're the most balanced team in football right now, playing the game great in all three phases. And Ben Roethlisberger, man, I mean, look, you know, him coming back off of that injury and him at his age, nobody thought. I mean, I definitely didn't think that he'll be playing at this level coming back so soon. Um, and they're well, they're probably the the, the most well coached team in football. You know, Mike Tomlin got these guys rolling this year. But you go look at Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Mahomes is, is the best quarterback in football. And at any given time, any given day, he can blow, blow you up and blow right by you. Uh, but you look at some of the other teams going around, man, and, and it's like, I, like you said before, it's just there's no one team that you're going to say, you know what, no one can beat them. Because, you know, you look at the, the Colts, we just been talking about the Colts. Could they go out and sneak and, and win a game against the Kansas City Chiefs? Absolutely. Uh, could the uh, uh, you know, Steelers end up in the playoffs still undefeated or go, you know, 16-0, 15-1? 
and losing the first round against one of these teams we just mentioned, absolutely. So if you look at look at the AFC, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, any any one of these teams can win any any day of the week. We're talking to Sean Merriman. How nervous do you think that the Baltimore Ravens should be about what's going on with Lamar Jackson? They are now in their last eleven games, six and five. They lost a tough overtime game against the Titans, and uh, we've talked about that game a decent amount on the show so far. But to me, big picture here, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, 6-5 and five in their last 11, 6-4 and four this season, are defenses catching up. You've, you've seen guys go out and ca- take the NFL by storm, and then you know how it works. The NFL, the guys go back into their, uh, in, into their laboratory. They look at all the different defensive setups. As a guy who was an all-pro in the NFL, are you seeing things that are being done that the Ravens are clearly having trouble with, and is it more what they're doing or what the defense is doing to them? Well, first and foremost, you know what kind of quarterback Lamar Jackson is, right? I and mean, he he's going to give you 150, 200 yards throwing. He's going to you know rush anywhere between 50 and 75 yards a game, and have one or two rushing touchdowns, one or two throwing. Like you know what you're going to get from him. I don't I don't think he's the problem. You know what you're going to get. I mean, the defense are figuring him out a little bit more and, and and whatever. But the biggest problem is that defense. They're just not playing Ravens football in the, in the defense they normally have played in the past. Uh, one thing that made the Ravens a great team was they're able to run the ball, manage the ball, and throw in the throwing, and then also playing great defense. And right now, they can't hold up against anybody. I mean, the, the Titans just ran all over the place on them. And, and don't get me wrong, it's you know King Henry back there, and he's going he's gonna to get his yard. But they're getting bullied up front. Up front, the defensive line are getting tossed around, and, and that's not something that they're accustomed to. So if you're not running the ball well, you're not playing great defense. You can't go out and expect Lamar Jackson to be anything other than Lamar Jackson. You draft him, you know what type of quarterback he is. He's not going to go out there and sling it. He needs a defense that's going to hold up. And as long as that keeps happening, uh, I don't, I don't see a bright future for them until they figure it out on the defense side of the ball. Tua got benched. Uh, how do you think that plays in the locker room? Fitzpatrick comes in. They're not able to come back and win. Uh, the Dolphins had won five in a row. They lose on the road against the Broncos. What do you think the response is in the locker room to that decision? You know, I know that Tua was excited. He was cheering Fitzpatrick getting on back in the game, but there has to be some kind of consistency. You can't, whenever one quarterback started to have a problem, you can't throw the other one in. I mean, uh, you, you made a decision to move on to Tua, uh, from Ryan, from Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is fine, but win, lose, or draw, you need to stay with a guy at this point. You can't, you know, throw Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, in back in the mix after two is not going out there getting it done. Now you're going to have some games and some teams going to play that Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better fit to go out and win football games for you. But it doesn't matter at that at that quarterback position. You got to have some consistency there and not throw Ryan Fitzpatrick back in the mix when things are not going well. Justin Herbert, you're a Charger guy. We're talking to uh, Sean Merriman. Herbert went 37 for 49, 366 yards, three touchdowns. And with the Joe Burrow injury and Tua getting benched, I also think basically the rookie of the year is over. It's it's going to be Herbert's to win. But I got a couple of questions about Herbert for you. First of all, as a Charger uh, guy, how exciting is this to watch him? And second... Can you remember a guy who has looked this much better at the quarterback position his rookie year in the NFL 
compared to his senior year in college. Because I can't. I was I was talking about this earlier on the show. It's not just that Justin Herbert's great. I watched a lot of those Oregon Duck games with him. And he didn't look anywhere near the quality of player that he has been in the NFL. So I'm curious if you can remember seeing a guy who came in this fast and looked this good relative maybe to expectations. Yeah, and, and, and just to say this, that during the combine, uh, I, posted, I posted a tweet uh, during the combine and said, look, Justin Herbert is the only quarterback for this team. And he is the future of this team. And I've seen that because it fits their style of offense. He is a uh, uh, NFL-style quarterback. And what I mean by that is you have some guys that stuck in the system in college. You have some coaches that say, you know what, this is my playbook. I want you to play this way because this is how we have the plays drawn up. Now, the NFL, his talent and his elite level gets to shine. He gets to use his arm and get creative, use his legs. I mean, he's, people are not remembering that he's, a, he's 6'6", 6'7", or 6'6". 235-plus pounds. This is not a small quarterback, and he's mobile. He can do so many different things. And some of these darts that he's throwing out there right now, the Keenan Allen, the one he had when they just drilled the ball in the back of the end zone, you know, those type of things where you anticipate where a wide receiver is going to be, that, those are things you pick up your third and fourth and fifth year in the NFL. He's doing that right now. The closest quarterback I can see in the last decade to come out and just ready to go right now, uh, I would say is Andrew Luck. Uh, when I've seen Andrew Luck, it was my last – uh, my last years with the Bills, and I got a chance to play him, and I was like, my gosh, man, this guy, this this young, this coming in is ready to go, who was also a uh, mo- very mobile quarterback and which is really people didn't understand how, how mobile he was. But Andrew Luck playing against him, he was very fast and very mobile for his size. So that's the only quarterback I saw in the, really seen the last 10 years, the last decade to come in as NFL ready. And I, let me tell you this, Justin Herbert, we're just seeing – that he's just scratching the surface. I don't think people even seen what he's going to be capable of doing. This is a guy who can throw for 50, 350 yards a game. And if the defense keep holding up and getting him get the ball back in his hands, he can average 350 a game, no problem. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. 
It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. We're talking to Sean Merriman, NFC East. Uh, This is just a joke. I mean, as a player, when you look around and think, I don't know what's going on with Carson Wentz. I mean, he's just been atrocious. Uh, The Cowboys went on the road and beat the Vikings. You've got uh, the Giants, who seem to be uh, cycling up a little bit. Uh, the, the, the Washington football team. Does it seem fair that a winner of the NFC East is going to get to host a home playoff game? And that, frankly, it's probably going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play in that game. Uh, and maybe the Bucs think that's not a bad deal because they're going to get the best matchup of all. But it seems kind of ridiculous to me that, one, they even get a bid, and, two, they get to host a home playoff game. No, I don't think it's fair at all. And I think that at some point in time, it needs to change because it's been like that for a while. And you look at uh, the NFC West and look at how many teams are locked in. It's it what six and three or seven and three, and they're neck and neck. And some of those teams are not going to get in. And you look at this division, and it's been like that for some time. It's, it's, it's almost in the sense of who can lose the best, right? I mean, that's when you start to look at that, that division and see what's going on. And you look around the NFL, and everybody is at least competitive in some type of way. Well, there's a clear best team in that division. And now you kind of you look at this division, you're like, wow. I mean, this team is really going to get a chance to get in the playoffs and take a spot from a team that is much better record than they have. So, yeah, at some point in time, the NFL has to start to look at that and, 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 and make a decision on, on how they are going to move forward in the playoff berth because it, it, it is. It's embarrassing. We're talking to Sean Merriman, running through all the activities going on in the uh, in the NFL over the weekend. You can listen to Sean Merriman's podcast, the Lights Out podcast, uh, as part of the iHeart Podcast Network. Sean, the uh, the NFC in general. We talked about how many teams there are in the uh, in the AFC that have a chance to potentially win this uh, win this uh, Super Bowl trip. But when you look at the decision that the Saints made to go with Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston as a defensive player. What would you have thought about that choice, and how would you assess Taysom Hill's performance on Sunday? Well, you know, I don't want to take anything from, from Taysom Hill because he can do it all. I mean, he's he's earned his stripes uh, in multiple positions. He's done everything that the organization has asked him to do. So, you know, I, I, the problem that, that lies in me, and, I'm, and I really talk with it myself, is how we need to stop praising one guy to kind of kick another guy to the curb. We're not saying that Taysom Hill – and and, uh, and Jameis, there's a problem there. But if you look at it from the outside looking in, and Jameis Winston, uh, Winston probably should have had the upper hand of playing quarterback. He probably should have had the upper hand of, of being a starter. Uh, then the Drew Brees went down. But that's not to take anything away from Taysom Hill. I, and, I, and I think we do too much of that nowadays. If you can't uh, give someone else props without kicking another one to the curb. But from the outside looking at a defensive player, you, think that you, you would think that Jameis Winston had a better shot or should have been the starting quarterback. What do you think about uh, the decision? I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, but you had immediately after the game, Sean Payton, uh, who has coached a lot of games in the NFL, he went on Twitter. Did you see what he did? Uh, what he did on oh, Twitter? Yeah, Roddy White. Yeah. 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 So for people out there who may not have seen this, I'm going to read it for you. I'm scrolling through my Twitter account. I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, Sean Payton, right after the game, Roddy White said, "Saints about to get whipped, trying us with Taysom Hill at QB. We about to snack them." And uh, Sean Payton retweeted that after the game. You like that from a head coach, or you don't like that? 
I do, man. I do, especially for um, you know former players or just just anybody coming from a, another uh, team in that division, right? And you want the team to resemble the coach's attitude. So big, big, big props to uh, Sean Payton for coming back at him that way, and it just shows the confidence that he has in Taysom Hill and uh, really the confidence going forward. And you know, being a player in the locker room, you love it. Right, you love it because you're looking. You're, I'm surprised that we didn't see a bunch of the other guys retweet it as well, uh, <laughs> because it just, it just shows, man, uh, the confident level that he has. And playing in that division, man, you you have to have that attitude, and you're just not going to be successful. Did uh, last question for you? We're talking to Sean Merriman. Did the Bengals set up Joe Burrow to fail? I mean, one of the one of the big challenges, and we may see this with Trevor Lawrence. In fact, I think you said on our show a couple of weeks ago. You know, the Jets continue to lose. And you said, hey, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I don't know that I want to go to the Jets organization because of the incompetence there. And you went through this a little bit yourself with Eli Manning not wanting to play with the Chargers. I know it's an awful injury. Joe Burrow's out for the year. He showed a lot of flashes, but they gave up a lot of hits for him. Uh, did the Bengals uh, not do what they should have done with their young quarterback or is it unfair to blame the Bengals organization? Well, uh, first off, I hope Joe Barrow is, is uh, he has a healthy, uh, good surgery and a healthy uh, recovery. Uh, you never want to see that uh, somebody of that talent level, um, that he's, he's going to have one of the brightest futures. And, and you can see it early on. And he was just put in a position to have to do too much his first year. And it's unfortunate sometimes that uh, an organization don't build enough around you. And I'm, and I'm talking about from the offensive line standpoint. They let uh, him get decked the, a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was getting hit and he was being forced to do way too much. I mean, look, he's still a rookie. First off, I'm against anyway rookies being thrown on the field right away anyway. I'm, I'm totally You're old school it. in that respect where you think young yeah. quarterbacks should have a little bit more seasoning. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think that especially – Especially because they didn't have a full off season, he didn't have a preseason with this with this team, mini camps, and all the things that they normally would have had. That for sure, you bring somebody else in, and even if you got to take some lumps early on, you get that other guy and let him come in four or five, six games into the season because this is going to be your guy for the next five or ten years. Never throw a guy Joe Burrow statue right there in the mix. And I'm not, I don't want to say that it's their fault because freak injuries happen all the time. To anybody. But at the same time, you can't put a guy of his skill level, someone who you expect to be around five and ten years in your organization, and put him in a bad situation. And I think that's what happened, not just because of the injury. I mean, the back-to-back hits that he was taking the entire year, all this added up to him to to just end up being that one uh, uh, knee injury that he had. Talking to Sean Merriman. Sean, appreciate the time, my man. We will uh, talk to you hopefully next week. Have a good uh, Thanksgiving week. You got any big plans? Uh, yeah, I'll be back home on the East Coast. Uh, my family in Maryland and my son and, and spend the time there and uh, hopefully come back not 10 pounds heavier. What's your first-round draft pick for Thanksgiving? If you're going into, the, going into the, the buffet line and you can only grab one thing, what would be your first-round first, uh, first round pick? Oh, the candy yams. Candy oh, yams, yeah. Sure. Yeah, candy yams. Where, you know, my grandmother's you know, from uh, – my family's from South Carolina originally, so yep. they get down in the kitchen. And I will uh, – I'll actually throw blows to somebody who touches the candy hands first because I like going in first for them. Outstanding stuff as always. He's Sean Merriman, Lights Out Podcast, iHeart Podcast Network. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.